Hey guys and girls, welcome, welcome to, to Single to Sealed. Sealed. I'm Jerry, your host, and here with me is my co-host and wife, Brianna. As members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, we have dedicated this podcast to helping fellow Christians navigate the treacherous waters of dating all the way to the winding roads of marriage. All are welcome in our podcast family, and we are so excited to have you here with us. Be sure to subscribe, follow, or favorite. Let's talk. Hello, podcast family. Welcome back for another Single to Sealed episode. We are so excited to have you here with us today to discuss a requested topic that we received from some of our listeners. So we know that not all of you listening are, you know, between the ages of 20 and 45. We do have some younger listeners as well, and we have some teenager listeners that are youth, young singles, I guess you could say. And one of the highly requested topics we've received is how to prepare for marriage as a teenager. Yeah, so this info is great because it applies to those people who are listening now and a lot of you guys who are listening, you're like, oh, maybe it doesn't apply to me. You probably have a sibling or someone you know who could use this information. You could pass it on down to them. And let's be honest, everything that a teenager can do to prepare for marriage, you can also do. So despite this being more aimed towards teenagers right now, all of these things are also things that you should be working on as well to prepare yourself for marriage if you're single. So definitely don't tune out of this episode. And you definitely will want to take some notes here in this episode as well, because these are some great tips heading your way right now. But before we jump in to this episode, we want to remind you all to make sure to subscribe, to share, and to also leave a review for us on Apple Podcasts if you have not already done so. We received a fantastic review just, what was it, like three days ago? Probably one of my favorite reviews we've ever received on Apple Podcasts. And I just want to read it for you guys because it put a smile on my face. (laughs) So this review was left. I don't really know how to pronounce this name. You know how they're always interesting. It's like, it says Aftonian, I think. And this person said, yes, just yes, is what they titled it as. It said, I love this podcast. A friend shared it with me and I listened to the first eight episodes in one day. That's a true fan right there. (laughs) Everything they talk about in this podcast has a great gospel perspective mixed with common sense. Even though I'm already dating someone, it has helped me be a better friend, girlfriend, daughter, etc. I recommend this podcast to literally everyone I meet. If everyone listened to this podcast, the Mormon culture that even members of the church don't like would change for the better. Boom. Mic not dropped because our mics are mounted. (laughs) (laughs) But if they had a mic, I guess, in their hand, they'd dropped it. Exactly. They're, They're spitting straight facts right there. So thanks so much for that review. Like Brianna said, make sure you leave your own fire review. So that other people can read this and be like, oh, I got to listen to Single to Sealed. Because (laughs) who doesn't want to listen to Single to Sealed? Come on. We're all friends here. We're all family. And we love making these episodes for you and with you. So to dive right in, we're going to get to our first tip for how to prepare for marriage as a teenager. Number one tip. Go ahead, Jerry. I was going to say, this one might be what's already on the forefront of most people's minds. Go ahead, Brianna. (laughs) It is get off your phone. 
whether that be your your phone, I guess, or your iPad, or your Xbox, or whatever it is that is your crutch <laughs> of what you were on all the time, but specifically we're talking about phones today, you need to practice real communication skills, real conversation, and practice how to genuinely connect with someone. And if you always have technology in your hand, in your face, in your ears, you don't get to practice that. I used to be totally convinced that when I was on my Xbox chat, like it was helping me with my social skills. <sighs> and my mom would always would always say, like, you need to talk to more people. And I would say, oh, I talked to plenty of my friends and stuff on, on Xbox chat. But if anybody knows anything about video game chat, there's nothing wholesome <laughs> about that <laughs> most of the time. So it's not quite the same as uh, small talk with somebody, especially if you're preparing for a dating experience. You're your your gamer vibes are not going to be the same <laughs> as when you're trying to impress a girl or a guy. Mm, that's very true. <laughs> so what are some tips for how we can get off our phones and get more in the moment? Well, number one, something that I do myself is I put a limit on my social media on my phone. And since I have kids, one of the things I like to do is as frequently as I possibly can. Now I do have a job, so I have to have my phone near me. I try to stay off of my screen when I'm having interactions with people in my family. So if my kids are awake, I like my phone to be out of my hands if possible so that I can have real interactions without the distraction of my phone. Jerry knows very well (laughs) if I'm doing work stuff, I'm not hearing a word that he says to me. Let's be honest. It's true. (laughs) He'll have full on conversations with me and then be like, hey, babe, did you hear that? And I'm like, no, I'm sorry. I was writing an email or whatever. And then she'll say, and then she'll say, tell me again while she's still doing what she's doing. Oh, yeah, I'm the and worst. And then I'd be like, babe, what was that? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm not going to tell you again. Obviously, no. you don't care what I'm saying. And so that's a perfect example of what happens when we're hanging out with someone of the opposite sex or we're on a date and we have our phone in our hand. Even if we are paying attention, truly our mind and our heart is not in that moment if we're on our device. So really try to make those connections. And number one way to notice people surrounding you, possible opportunities to connect with someone or even notice the person that you're on the date with is to put down the phone. Silence it, turn it off, put it in your bag, put it to the side, just get it out of your hands and make some eye contact, people. Yeah, we're definitely uh, in a a world where we need to be more okay with just being still and being idle. And it's so funny because... in. In the scriptures, it talks about, like, don't be a slothful servant, don't be idle, like, keep yourself busy, which is true for, like, good and wholesome and positive things. So if we're trying to keep all the downtime in our day filled with TikTok and dank memes, then (laughs) (laughs) it still counts as being idle to me, really. Yeah, I think, I mean, it's idle time and you're doing things that aren't very wholesome with the idle time. All right, so the next point is that we need to date or hang out. So just learn how to be with the opposite sex. Never pass up that opportunity to interact. So say yes to those activities that your friends invite you to go out with or make sure you're going to those church dances, uh, double dates, just any any social experience that, that you can have would be a really good thing for you to do. Yeah, because honestly, you won't know what you're looking for in a spouse unless you've been exposed to other people, especially of the opposite sex. The more dates you go on, the more times you hang out with someone of the opposite sex, the more you're able to see, oh, I really like it when 
the people I date are like this. I really like it when the people I date treat me like this. And you also are going to learn more social skills, learn more about people, and you're going to be able to make connections with a myriad of people and learn how to interact with people of all different ages, personality types, you know, all the differences. So it's really important to just get out there and date and hang out with people. You know, they encourage us as youth to date. Even though we're not supposed to date steadily, we are supposed to get out and date and hang out. Exactly. And we've mentioned this before on the podcast that we do, while we do encourage that dating and hanging out, we we don't expect you to or encourage you to find somebody to be committed to during this time because you should be probably preparing more for your future, school, mission work, things like that. So don't get distracted with your more long-term goal. I totally agree. Okay, next point. This is a really great time for you in your teen years to focus a lot on yourself. Um, The first point in that genre, I guess you could say, is to work on your testimony. Work on your relationship with God. Strive to have your own conversion. One of the biggest points of connection that you will have with your significant other should be your connection to the gospel. Because ultimately your goal is to have a holy marriage and to have a marriage that is sealed at the altars of eternity. And in order to do that, you have to also be committed to the gospel along with your partner. And we attract what we are. And so if you are wanting to attract someone who is a faithful member of the church and a faithful disciple of Jesus Christ, then we need to be that as well. So take this time where you're not steadily dating someone, where you're still discovering yourself to also discover discover your spiritual self and discover your relationship with God and build yourself a solid gospel foundation. Yeah, having your own conversion story is very important. You don't want to have that feeling of, of, of having to drag the other person across the finish line, as I, as I put it here. We want to stride and with the other person across that finish line. Be evenly yoked. Yeah, be evenly yoked and go that extra mile. You know, just just don't be that relationship where one person is a is that power instead of a power couple. Just one person's a power and the other person's just kind of, you know, floating aloof. I love the word aloof. <laughs> <laughs> so and then and that's your opportunity to discover a little bit more about the other person while you're dating is uh, to identify spiritual means and other people learning how to identify the spirit to help you know does this person walk with the spirit does this person walk with god does this person care about having god in their lives so kind of to piggyback on that i didn't have this noted anywhere but one of the important aspects of working on our spirituality and important reasons why we do that when we're in our teen years and not really committing to someone yet is because like jerry's saying we want to have the gift of discernment when we're dating and If we have God on our side and we have the spirit with us because we are striving to be spiritual, we will be able to date people with that gift of discernment and be able to practice using that gift of discernment while we're dating without that commitment and while we're seeing what is out there and what people are possibilities for us. So practice that gift. So the next topic that kind of goes along with that is that we should practice learning how to make and keep our sacred covenants, our baptismal, sacramental, and our endowments. Uh, if you're already in an, in a down teen, I guess, 18, <laughs> 19. Mm-hmm. Um, so that might not occur so much for teenagers. Um, but, you know, would, 
going and uh, remembering always on Sundays why you're taking the sacrament and why that's important to you is one of the best ways that you could prepare yourself and strengthen that conversion or that testimony that we're talking about. Yes, and this is so important because marriage and eternal marriage at the altars of the temple is the ultimate commitment. It is the ultimate covenant that we can make with God and with another person. And if we don't have a track record of being good at keeping our covenants, how are we going to have a successful covenant that is for eternity with another person with God? So we need to practice being able to make and keep our sacred covenants even before it ultimately leads to that covenant at the altar of the temple. And we need to learn about how to keep covenants and how to honor them and how to keep God involved in our in our lives through the covenants that we make, like Jerry said, sacrament, um, keeping our baptismal covenants and working towards um, our endowments and receiving that special blessing in the temple. Yep, exactly. Let's move on to the next point. Okay, next point also goes hand in hand with working on yourself. As you can see, this is a good theme for this. Um, It is very important to also work on your homemaking skills. Now, gentlemen who just tuned yourselves out, I'm not just talking to the women here. Women are not the only ones that have to wash their laundry or cook for themselves or anything like that. So this is important for both men and women. You, when you move out on your own and you start dating for marriage should know how to do the basic things like cooking basic meals. You don't have to be like a five-star Michelin chef, (laughs) but cook basic meals, you know, iron your clothes, uh, do your own laundry. What are some other ones, Jerry? Um, Just yard work, you know, yard work principles, uh, knowing why it's important to dust (laughs) every (laughs) once in a while instead of it's just an annoying job, things like that. I think one really important thing to do is to think a little bit about your finances and teaching yourself how to budget. Um, one thing I never really understood until I married Jerry was the important of, importance of having a credit score, which involves getting a credit card and building that up. So educating yourself on that and even getting yourself a credit card, talk to your parents or someone you trust with finances on how to do that because we're not going to delve into that here. But different things like that are super important to learn about and get started on while you're a teenager so you can have those healthy habits as you transition to adulthood and looking for a spouse. Yeah, so people listening to this and for those who maybe still don't know, just kind of on topic for the credit stuff is one of the biggest deciding factors for your credit score is the amount of time you've had a line of credit. This is something I didn't even know until I went to college. (laughs) (laughs) So that's just important to know. So like Brianna said, the reason you want to open up a card and keep that card for as long as possible mm-hmm. even if you don't even use it much for spending it for like a dollar a dollar yeah, like a month use it as and, your gas card or something yeah you only spend what you pay back immediately exactly it's a great way for you to build this credit score because it's telling people that i can make this commitment to borrow and give that money back immediately and do this for a long time that's basically what they care about so just a little side note there Yeah, thank you for sharing that. Okay, next point is develop a healthy view and outlook on sex and intimacy. We've been kind of covering this in the last few episodes we've had in the podcast because it's a very important topic when it comes to relationships and preparing to have that intimate relationship with our spouse. Now, this might sound like it's too early or preemptive, but it isn't. This is something that is very important that we learn about 
as teens because our outlook and perspective on sex and intimacy as a teen does affect our future relationships with our spouse and with people we're dating and everything thereafter. So you should be staying far away, of course, from pornography and from unhealthy avenues into learning more about sex. But it is very important to learn about what healthy sex is and what it looks like and to understand that sex and intimacy is a gift from God and is something so special and so sacred that he has given us to have within the bonds of marriage and to not have that fear or that, I guess you could say, outlook that sex is something dirty, you know, because it's not. It's something beautiful and a gift from God to us. Exactly. And we're not even going to talk about that much more because we just had a really great podcast on that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But that's just something definitely that that teenagers should be thinking about. Yeah. And and when it comes to being a teen, you know, it's important to learn how to bridle and and master or have that self-mastery for those passions that you're going to feel that are very natural. And that does start be way before you're married it starts when you hit puberty so when you're in these teen years this is the time for you to learn how to have that mastery over yourself another thing that's super important is for us to improve our talents like expand on what makes us interesting what makes us stand out what makes us different and we need to embrace who we are and love who we are and so this gives you uh, an opportunity to to improve yourself so that when you meet other people, you can tell them when they're like, what are your hobbies? You're like, uh, it's good to have something. It's good to have a a hobby or something that, that you love that makes you, you. Yeah. Because your hobbies can connect you to your future spouse as well. And it helps you meet people. If you're really into theater, like I was, I was a total theater geek in high school. I met a lot of really incredible people doing musicals and plays and and trying to expand my horizons that way. And a lot of times those connections and friendships you make can last through a long time and also can help you meet your future spouse. So it's all almost like you're networking. And it's also going to help you be a more well-rounded, happier person if you have, you know, talents or things you enjoy besides just hoping one day you'll get married. Okay, and then our final topic that we have to share is that if we have any issues that maybe is dealing, that that gives you anxiety or depression or any kind of mental health struggles to help you feel comfortable with yourself and who you are, then don't be afraid to think about or finding a way to go to therapy. Find a therapist who can help you learn to manage those feelings so that you can be and help create the best version of yourself and learn to deal with that. And uh, feeling a lot of those feelings can be normal for a lot of people. And so you have to realize that you're not a broken person, but there's a certain way that my mind and my body functions, and I need to learn how to, how to handle that. Yeah, I think this is a really important point to hit on just a little bit more, and I'm feeling really, I want, I want to say inspired to talk a little bit more about this. If you're listening to this right now and you're really struggling with mental health issues, with de- depression, anxiety, um, and you're feeling really lost right now, just know that you're not alone. Know that... You know, you're. if you want to leave this life, you're going to miss out on so many beautiful things. There's such a beautiful path for you that's waiting for you. And if you're listening to this right now, there is help and there is hope. And you are loved and you are worthy and you are important. And we want you to know that. And that's why we encourage you in this last final point to go seek help if you're struggling because there is help out there. 
And one of the best ways we can find and receive that joy in this life is to truly become at peace with ourselves, which sometimes can only be done with help of therapy or maybe even medications. And even the general authorities have encouraged us to seek out that help if we need it. In order to be the best future spouse to our spouses that we will have one day is to have ourselves at peace with with who we are and help ourselves overcome some of those struggles that we have. Not all of us have come from perfect backgrounds. Not all of us are perfect in every aspect, of course, because we're imperfect beings, and that's part of being human. And we understand that sometimes we can carry that baggage over into relationships we may have in the future. So there's no shame in seeking out therapy or seeking out counseling to help us overcome some of these traumas that we may be carrying with us or baggage that we may have with us. And all of these things will help us not just become a better spouse, but just be a happier person. And so don't be afraid to seek out that help. That help is there for you. And us at Single to Sealed, we love you. Every single one of you listening to this right now, even though we may not know you, we feel like we do. And we're just reaching out our arms to you right now and giving you a big hug and encouraging you that it's all going to be okay in the end. Thanks for sharing that, Brianna. I totally bag that up and hope that you guys can feel safe listening to this podcast. And and we are always wishing the best for you. So just our, our final thoughts for this podcast and is this comment here is that the that truly the best way to prepare for marriage is to become the best version of you. And that's the best version that you can be while living within the boundaries that God has set. And I feel like I should add that because people always say, you know, just just be your best you. Be your best you. But that part about living within God's means is important because if we lose that sight, then we can develop a version of ourselves that we settle for as we envision it to be the best you know, but it's it's focused on worldly goals and, and other principles that may not lead us exactly to where we want to be. But when we align ourselves and our life with God and the principles in the scriptures, then we can never go wrong. I think that's a wonderful point to make and that truly, when it comes down to it, all of these points are about us becoming the best version of ourselves. It isn't about us changing who we are or changing our likes and our dislikes or changing those deeply rooted things that make us individual and unique. It's about embracing those and uh, lifting ourselves up to an even higher standard, I guess you could say, that we have for our own selves to become kinder and more loving and embrace the talents that God has given us and kind of build up on all of those so that when we do meet our future spouse someday, that we can be proud of who we have become and who we worked hard to become. And we can encourage those attributes in our spouse and they can do the same for us so we can meet in the middle and be evenly yoked. So those are our tips for the teenagers listening to this. And also, if you aren't a teenager listening, these are our tips for you as well. And we hope you learned something from this podcast. Thanks so much for joining us. If you enjoy Single to Sealed, be sure to invite your friends to help our podcast family grow. If you haven't subscribed, followed or favorited, be sure you do so you don't miss out on any of our great content. Thank you for joining us today as we help you move one step closer to sealing the deal. We'll We'll see see you next time. time.